Hello and welcome to episode 116 of the Confident Live Marketing Podcast. It's personal. We all have different situations. You might be married, you might be single, you might have kids, you might have ADHD, you might have health conditions. So don't compare yourself with others. Hello, my name's Ian Anderson Gray. This is episode 116 of the Confident Live Marketing Show. And in today's show, I'm going to be sharing my anti-hustle formula for entrepreneurs. So we'll be back right after this. Looks like it's time for something completely nutty. holiday i work every day to increase my pay this can't be the only way i really don't want this every day welcome to the confident live marketing podcast with ian anderson gray Helping you level up your impact, authority, and profits through the power of confident live video. Optimize your mindset and communication and increase your confidence in front of the camera. Get confident with the tech and gear. And get confident with the content and marketing. marketing. Together, we can go live! Well, hello. Welcome to episode 116 of the Confident Live Marketing Show. This is the show that helps you level up your impact, authority and profits through the power of Confident Live Video. Now, today we're going to get clever. We're going to get intelligent. I'm going to be sharing with you my anti-hustle formula for entrepreneurs. And I've got a little quiz for you at the start for a little bit of fun. So do stay with us. I've got 12 ways that we can get away from hustle and actually work intelligently. I love this from David Bain. And you, I think, you, yeah, you're a man after my own heart. He says, I don't particularly like hustle. It encourages you to work hard, but not necessarily clever. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. That's what we're going to be talking about this year. How can we work intelligently? And what are the ultimate goals of what we're wanting to do? So just to let you know, this live show goes live it does go live. Yeah, it goes live every Tuesday and Thursday. The podcast goes live on Fridays. So do check out the uh, podcast at iag.me forward slash podcast. And the show notes when this episode comes out will be at iag.me forward slash 116. Now, if you're commenting on the Facebook, uh, my Facebook page, you will uh, get a message from me just to give you my confidence guide, but also give you the ability to be notified next time I go live. And if you're watching on a different channel or watching later, just go to confident.live forward slash subscribe and you can do that. Well, today's show is sponsored by my good friends at Restream. Restream is what I use every single show. It allows me to multi-stream to a plethora of different destinations. I love it. It works with tools like Ecamm Live, which is what I use, or OBS Studio, or you can use the Studio, which is web-based, and it is pretty awesome. So here's a little bit more about Restream, and remember, you get a special deal from Restream. The Confident Live Marketing Podcast is proudly sponsored by Restream. Restream is the complete multi-streaming suite for entrepreneurs. It's the easiest way to broadcast live to over 30 destinations at the same time, including Facebook, YouTube, LinkedIn, Twitch, and so much more. Restream Studio makes it so simple to stream directly from your browser. Bring in guests and add your branding, videos, and graphics, and view and highlight comments from your destinations, all at the click of a button. Take Restream for a test drive and get your first month completely free at iag.me forward slash restream. You're listening to the Confident Live Marketing Podcast. Well, let's get on with hustle and my alternative to hustle. So I love that from David Bain talking about it. It encourages you to work hard and not necessarily clever. I found a definition for hustle. It's either used as a verb or a noun. So if it's used as a verb, traditionally, it would mean jostling about or being pushed roughly. So they were hissed and hustled as they went in. So maybe if you're in a crowd, you were kind of hustled around. That is a the kind of traditional word for that. So 
possibly quite a negative word, and an informal, in particular, an informal version of the verb, particularly in North America, which is obtain illicitly or by forceful action. So, for example, Linda hustled money from men she met. And so that is, that's always been the word, the, the meaning of the word that I've kind of tended to use. It's a way of, it's kind of an, an illegal action. It's not a good positive thing. But the noun can mean a state of great activity. So in this example, the hustle and bustle of the great, of the big cities. And, and another one is a fraud or a swindle. The hustles are being used, uh, used to avoid the draft. So yeah, but these days it tends to mean just working really, really hard, particularly on your business, working all hours of the day, every day of the week. It, that's kind of what it tends to mean. So yeah, Melissa's peer pressure. There is definitely, that's one of the points I'm going to make today. There is definitely a bit of peer pressure that we feel that we all need to be working this hard in order to make a successful business, or it could be in other parts of our lives as well. I can see Tim Sorn is in the house saying, good morning from across the pond, always up early. Tim, I'm always impressed. You're going to do really well on this quiz in a minute. He says, I'm not a fan of the word hustle. Katie says, hustle meanings, really negative connotations. I don't, so to be fair, I, I agree with you, Katie. I, I, I think there are negative connotations, but I don't think when people use the word hustle in a positive way, I, I don't think it's a negative thing. It's not meant as a negative thing. And don't get me wrong, we do need to work hard. I'm not as saying that we should all be lazy. So yeah, some things to, to mention there. Great. Thank you, Tim and Katie and Melissa. You're all Awesome. So are you ready for the quiz? Okay. I should have put some music on actually, some quiz music, but here we go. What I want you to do is if you're watching live, pop in the comments, A, B, C, or D, if you feel like you can do that. And I'll, I'll give you, I'll give you the answer after each one, and then you can top up the points. So this is a bit of fun, by the way. Okay. This is to see how much of a hustler you really are. First of all, what time do you get up in the morning? So do you get up after 7am? Do you get out of bed after 6 a.m.? So A is after 7 a.m. B is after 6 a.m. C is you get up after 5 a.m. Or do you get up after 5? Actually, that should be after before 5 a.m. Yeah, sorry. I'm, I'm not awake yet, obviously. I need to get up late. So A is after 7 a.m. B is after 6 a.m. C is after 5 a.m. Or D, do you get up every day before 5 a.m. Pop in the comments where you when you get up to. If you're listening to the podcast or watching the replay, just make a mental note of this. Okay, okay. Now, if you get A, you get you get one point. If you get B, you get five points. If you get C, you get 10 points. And D, you get 20 points. Okay. And you get an extra 10 points if you post about that, that you get up before 6 a.m. on social media. Now, I know that so we're having a bit of fun here. So if you do get up before 5 a.m. or 6 a.m., that's cool. You know, I wish I could, but we're, we're talking about there are alternatives. So I can see that Tim is a C, Katie's definitely an A, Melissa's an A. We've got quite a few A's. We've got a D, Martin's a D. That's awesome. I would love to be a D, definitely. So that is that is the first one. Okay, what is the second one going to be? Okay. So remember to top up the the points in your head. When was the last time you had a vacation or holiday or time off work? So was it A, within the past three months? And okay, I know we've had COVID. So maybe imagine we haven't had COVID and it's just been normal uh, here. So A is within the past three months. B, within the past six months. C, within the past year. Or D, time off is for wimps. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And Tim says, got to get the kiddos up and ready for school. That's that's good. Okay, so that's good. I can see Melissa's had some time off in the past year. This is not to make you feel bad or anything. So that is that is that one. Okay, I'm going to move on to the second one. Do you engage in other hobbies outside of work? So A is yes, and B, work is my life. So yeah, I, this is a difficult one for me. I'm going to be totally honest. So A, by the way, I tend to get up at, after 7am, unless it's a 
a gym day like this morning when I get up at 6am. So it kind of changes. The other one is, yeah, I have tried to take some time off in the last year, but I've not done a particularly good job at that, probably because of COVID. For this one, do you engage in other hobbies outside of work? This is a tricky one. Uh, I wouldn't say work is my life, but I, I do probably not have so many hobbies. I mean, my music is is probably one of those things. And actually, I put a lot of my hobbies into my work. So I do have a lot of fun. And, and maybe that's part of the thing. So if you put a lot of fun, if you have a lot of fun within your work and you're doing other things, but I do think it is a good idea to have other hobbies as well. So I can see a few people I've got other hobbies. I'd love to know what your hobbies are, actually. Let me know. Okay, let's look at the next one. Okay, so you don't have to answer this one, but this is one of my, I don't know. How many figures do you make each year from your business? So A is none of your business, B is five figures, C is six figures, or D is seven figures. Okay, so in the hustle culture, I think there is this big thing about how how much money you're making. And you you actually talk about it a lot of the time. And I want to be I want to be clear here. Like I've got nothing against um, you know people like Pat Flynn who are sharing it transparently. I think that's good. And if you're working with people, you want to make, work with people who are successful. But anyway, I'm having a bit of fun here. <laughs> I'm definitely a none of your business. You get an extra fifty points by the way if you post about this on social media. <laughs> Uh, Katie says, I have stuff for hobbies all around the house, but tend to watch trainings the whole time. I'm a bit addicted to learning work stuff. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you on that one. Tim says, walking in nature. Love that. And Tim's saying, don't depress me. <laughs> I don't want to depress you. Oh, I'm having a bit of fun here. Okay. How often do you relax at home, spend time with friends and family? A, as often as I can each day. B, two to three times each week. C, once per week. Or D, I don't have time for that kind of thing. And I have to admit, I'm yeah, I have been in danger of going towards D sometimes, but I do, I really do try and do A. So I do try and spend that time with friends and family each week. And if there is an imbalance here, I think this is why my anti-hustle formula is going to really help here. <laughs> I love this case you says, do figures and pens count. <laughs> Oh, we're having a bit of fun here. I hope you don't mind me doing this. Right, the final one is how many hours do you work each week? Is it under 15, between 15 and 40? C is 45 to 70 or D, you work over 70 hours per week. And you don't need to share this with me, but this is just really, it's putting things in perspective. And I wonder actually how, do you actually add the number of hours that you work each week? I'm going to be honest with you, I don't. So uh, yeah, I probably do work quite a lot. Sometimes sometimes though, I, I forget, sometimes work doesn't feel like work. Like yesterday, I had loads of fun. I I recorded loads of music videos for my uh, for my theme songs, which I'm going to be doing. So I was singing along, making complete Muppet of myself yesterday. Does that feel like work? Not really, but I think it's good to put that into perspective. So I hope you know that's the end of the quiz. I hope if you add all of those up, let me know what points you got there. I, I, I know I kind of didn't go through all the points all the way through there, but hopefully you can do that. I can see Martin was a C. I don't know what that one, one was for. Mollis says, family lives in London, so haven't visited since last year. Yeah, it's been hard. If you're listening to this in the future, we have just come out of, in the UK at least, we're coming out of lockdown. It's been a bit of a, a mad time. Annette is saying, hello, hello, Annette McDonald is here. We're talking about the anti-hustle formula. I know you work really hard, Annette. I'd love to know what you think about all of these things today. But yeah, let me know how you got on with that quiz. It was just a bit of fun. I, I like poking fun over these things. <laughs> yeah, Katie forgot the point system. I kind of forgot the point system. It doesn't matter. I hope you enjoyed that. So let's let's look at uh, let's look at really what are the ways that we can help with all of this. So I've talked about what hustle means. Hustle means working really really hard. And hustling on its own does not work. You know, Gary V, I think, to be fair to Gary V, Gary Vaynerchuk is the the guy, the entrepreneur who's kind of been, uh, he's the one who talks about hustle a lot of the time. But I think quite often he's misinterpreted. And I think even Gary V would say you need to work intelligently. And I do think you do need to work hard from time to time, you know. So in fact, more than time to time, I think you do need to work hard, but it's working intelligently. So let's look at, let's look at the first thing that I want to share with you, 
which is, if I can find it. Okay, so the first one is to look at your life from the highest level. So ten, what we tend to often do is we focus on like the, the, the tree level. We focus on the details. We focus what's happening now. But have you ever looked up right from the air down at your life and have a full perspective? Now, that's really hard um, for some of us. But ultimately, you know, what is your ultimate aim here on earth? What are your goals? We're going to get deep and meaningful here. So, you know, like if you are on your deathbed now, I know it's a horrible thing to say, what would your view be of your life? If you look back at your life, you know, what do you, what would you have achieved? You know, what are your big goals in your life? If you feel comfortable sharing some of those things in the comments, let me know. Or if you haven't thought about those things, also let me know. You know, I, I, I go through stages. Sometimes I look at this from the high level, but often I get, you know, life gets in the way, you know, busyness of life, you know, business, you know, co uh, clients and all, all this kind of stuff, the worry of money and, and all this kind of stuff. But I think it's so, so important to focus on the high level side of things. Really, really important. I can see Annette say here who says, I didn't see the quiz, but 4am only for special interviews, seven days a week. Yes, except for holidays and they're not full days. Work late, yes, but have some time off during the day sometimes too. Love that, Annette. You know, and actually we're all, we're all different. We're all in different situations. I'm a big believer in the afternoon nap, by the way. Afternoon nap for the win. So thank you, Annette. So, Money is money is obviously important here. Money is obviously important, but it's you know it's it's not it's not everything. You know, for ultimately for many entrepreneurs, and I'd love to know what you think about this. Ultimately, the most important thing is what is the most important thing? You know, money is absolutely important, but it's it's often not the end goal. What money can give us is freedom, freedom. You know, it gives me the freedom sometimes to have a day off or to, uh, I don't know, give the kids a treat or something like that. So, you know, money is important. And I've, as I've said before, if you don't have a profitable business, it's very difficult to help people. I didn't have a profitable business. Well, I did have a profitable business. It just wasn't very much of one for many, many years. And it's taken a lot of time and effort over the years to get to that point where I, I've got a bit more of that freedom. So hard work is not that badge of honor. And uh, I think this is a really good quote that I want to share with you. Have I got it here? Actually, I might not have it on the screen, but I'll share it with you, which is no one on his deathbed ever said, I wish I had spent more time on my business. That quote has been attributed to a few people, but it seems the first person to have said that was Arnold Zack. No one on their deathbed ever said, I wish I had spent more time on my business. So ultimately, what is your goal? What is your goal? If you have a business, are you, you might be wanting to help people. That's great. You might be wanting to make more money, but ultimately, you know, what is your goal? What are your goals there? I think that is so, so important. I love this from Katie who says, we all need treats. I'm excited to have enough money to be able to give to others. And that's a good feeling. I love that, Katie. There's a great book called, uh, what's it called? Thou Shall Prosper by a Jewish rabbi called Daniel Lap, uh, Lapin. Really good book. And one of the things it talks about there is actually the, the joy of giving to others and to give money out. And actually it can, it, it, it can end up coming back to you. You know, it actually makes us feel good. So I love that. Really, really good stuff. Thank you, Katie. Okay, number two is work intelligently. Don't hustle, work intelligently. It's not about the amount of work that you do. So I trained as a musician, as a, as a kid, I used to play the cello, I used to sing. And, you know, I was told you need to do an hour's worth of practice every single day. And so I had the clock over there and I worked through, I worked through everything that I needed to do in an hour. And I focused just on the fact that it was an hour and then I was done. That's not smart. That was not smart because actually, if I'd planned it out properly, if I if I focused on a couple of bars or measures of the music and worked really intelligently at that, I might have only needed to have done half an hour or I could have fit more into that hour. 
So it's not about how hard you work. It's about how intelligently you work. So first of all, work out what your gifts and your talents are and focus on that. Be intelligent at how you can apply your time and resources every single day. If you work really smartly, you might be able to work fewer hours in the day. You know, if you give something, if you give your energy to something that you enjoy, that's cool. But there's, there's, there's an extra thing here. You know, you've got to think about your goals as well. And money is part of that, I, I, I assume. So if you've, you've got a business, so, you know, if you give your energy that you to something that you enjoy, but doesn't give you that earning potential, then that is potentially futile. Now, I, I will I will make a few a, a few other points in, in a minute about that. But do make sure that you are focusing on stuff that is going to give you that's going to allow you to focus on those goals. Now, there is another thing here, which is important. So I'm not saying that you always have to focus on like work stuff that is going to give you earning potential. I don't mean that at all. Sometimes we have to mess around with stuff too and play around, you know, like the reason I'm, I'm here in front of you talking about live video, I have a, you know, I'm actually going live here is because I messed around with stuff. I played around. I was creative with that stuff. So we need to have that time in our diaries and our calendars to be able to do with that. So, you know, add that messing around time to your schedule. This is your 20% time as Google used to do. They used to give their employees 20% uh, time on a Friday. They would mess around with their own stuff, play around with that. It was really smart. That's why we got Gmail because somebody thought it'd be really cool to play around and make an email client for us. You know, so focus, definitely focus, uh, be intelligent and focus on your zone of genius. I've talked about this before. Your zone of genius is is basically the area that is the stuff that you do that you were kind of almost created to do to be this is this is your stuff that you're uniquely talented to do that's really really important so do you know what those things are okay i love this katie says i must get that book soon i assume you're talking about the thou shall prosper by daniel lapin definitely a really good book love it and also there's the big leap by gay hendrix goes a bit weird in places, but the I love, I do love that the whole zone of genius thing. I think that's really, really cool. So definitely work smarter, not harder. And I also love this from Katie who says automations are a great tool to work smarter. Yes, automations, processes, all those kinds of things. I'm not going to be talking about those specifically today. We talked about that last episode when I had Tonya on the show. Um, so if you're interested in the processes when it comes to live video and podcasting and creating content, then do check out episode 115. Okay, number three is work in the sweet spot of. Now, what is the sweet spot? I love this. And very few people find the sweet spot in their business. But this is where your zone of genius is. This is your working in your zone of genius is important and working on something that you're passionate about. Again, that's that's a good thing. But is this is this area something that your business wants? So, sorry, that your audience wants? You know, there's, there's kind of no point working on something that nobody wants. So have you got an audience out there that want what you're working on? And is there money potential? Remember, money's not everything, but it is an important aspect of business. We need to make money. So that's the sweet spot. It's your zone of genius, your passion. Uh, does it have money potential? And is, uh, is there an audience out there that actually want your stuff? So really, really important. And I think for all of you watching that I can see, I know that you are working in that sweet spot. Annette, you are amazing at what you do at Easel. And that is definitely, uh, you're in that sweet spot. And Tim, I know you are too. And Katie, so that's great. <laughs> and that's saying, talking to Tim, I went to Ian's other page to come and say hi to you. Oh, I, I think, I think, Annette, you were probably watching on the, the this other group or page that I broadcast to you and you've come over to my page. Thank you very much, Annette. Great to see you. Okay, number four is cut out the dead wood. This is the bit that's a bit more tricky. Okay. Where are the dead ends in your business? Are you spending a huge amount of time? Are you hustling, working with stuff that is a time suck and actually not a good part of your business? You know, where are the where are the dead ends in your business? What's the time suck 
that's, that you're working on that's not got the potential to make money. And I think you need to be lethal here and cut off those things that don't relate to your goals. You know, think about what your goals are. Are you working on stuff that aren't related to those goals? Should you be doing them? I mean, yes, you can delegate those things, but ultimately do those work, are those part of your goals? Now, if I was talking to myself like three or four years ago, I would find that a really kind of a difficult one. I, I don't know what you think about this, but cutting out the dead wood is painful. It's sometimes we're working at stuff that we might feel that we should be working on. We, we might, I don't know, we might have that, uh, I don't know what the word is, but we, we feel that we, we have to do this for a particular reason, or uh, maybe we're, we're finding it very difficult to delegate that or, or to not do that. So there might be lots and lots of reasons there, but cut out the dead wood. Number five, I love this. Put stones in your diary or put stones in your calendar. In the UK, we, we, we talk about diaries, but basically it's calendar. So put stones in your diary. And this comes from a vicar, the, the vicar of the church that I got married in. This was uh, Tony Porter. He's now a bishop in the UK. He was so helpful to Helen and I when we got married and was saying that we need to put stones in our diary. What does that mean? And this basically means you need to put important activities in your calendar. So this could be if you're with a partner or you're married, it could be a date night or it could be a date night with kids or with friends. You know, that's time. And that is on a regular basis because sometimes like business can get in the way and suck everything away. So, you know, don't just put business things in the calendar, put personal things in there as well. What holidays, vacations, days off do you want each year? And I've been thinking about this a lot, and it's changed a lot, I think. But you know, I I feel I personally I need to have two to three weeks off in the summer. I feel like I want to spend that time with the kids. I want to have that time off. I want one or two weeks at Christmas holidays. I want to spend that time. I want to have that. And if I don't put that in the calendar, it's kind of not going to happen. So days off in the week, you know, where what days off do you want each week? We're all different, so don't compare yourself with me. Family, friends, book that time. Time in the gym, uh, business retreat days. This is something that is so important. I found this really difficult in the lockdown, but actually going away maybe every month or every two months away on your own or with a small team and have a retreat day. So you're walking around, you're just allowing those creative ideas to to, to flow and try and avoid the technology when you do that. You know, go away and have that time to spend with yourself so that you're you're making sure that you are relaxing and you are resting your brain. We all need things to look forward to. We all need things to look forward to. You know, so like if I was to ask you, what are you going to be doing in the summer? Are you going away? Are you going to have more walks in the park? You know, what we're all in different situations. We all have different likes. So you don't have to necessarily go on a big exotic holiday. You might just want to spend more time walking in the park or walking around the block or doing something different. I need to do different things all, you know, quite regularly. Otherwise I just get bored. So stones in the calendar, really important. You know, we need those things to look forward to. We need to have time with the people that matter, that we care for in our lives, time with friends, time with family, time on our own. I need me time as well. And so if I don't put that time in my calendar, it's not going to happen. Katie loves that stones in the calendar. It is such a good tip. Uh, and I thank you, Tony, for that. Number six is be laser focused. So, I've shared this before on the show, but I'll share it again. Quite a few years ago, well, actually, maybe only like two or three years ago, and this was still an issue for me. I, I went to a conference and uh, had loads of conversations with people in the corridors. Like, well, that's one of the things I've really missed about not going to, to conferences recently. And at this one conference, I kept on being told the same thing by people who, who knew me, uh, but they were really honest with me. And they said, like, Ian, like, you're a really nice guy, but... I don't really know what you do. What do you do? And I wonder if people have ever said that about you. You know, people, now I'm not talking about friends here. I'm talking about like people in your industry, people, you know, in the marketing world, you know, they know you, they think you're like a, a nice person, but they really have no idea what you do. So there's two parts to this. First of all, you need to make sure you have a niche. 
that you're focused on what you are doing. The, what is your niche? So for me, my, my, my niche is I help entrepreneurs with confident live video to, to increase their business and their exposure online. That's what I do. I am now much more laser focused than I was then. So that is, that is absolutely vital to have that laser focus. You need, you need to know, and people need to know what it is that you do. Otherwise, you're not going to be laser focused in terms of what you do. You're going to be doing a bit of this, a bit of that. You're going to be all over the place and other people aren't going to know what you're, you're, you're about. So they can't tell their friends about what it is that you do and potentially you getting more business. So I think that's, that is so important to, to be laser focused. It allows you to, to be much more focused on what you're doing. So have that niche, be laser focused. Katie is saying, I treasure an afternoon coffee with hubby every weekday. I think that is a stone in our calendar. I love that. I love that. I, I, you know, I think I might, um, I'm going to have to do something like that. I don't drink coffee anymore. Unfortunately, I had to stop coffee because the caffeine was giving me heart palpitations and I just found it wasn't working. But I'll find another drip beverage, a cup of tea or something. Sounds good. Okay, so that is being laser focused. Seven is money is good. It is it is important. It's just not always the end goal, as I said before. You know, so there's a few things here, you know, from a money point of view, do make sure you have multiple revenue streams. Don't just focus on the one thing because if that goes, your whole business goes. Always have your goals in mind. What did it? What is it that you're wanting to do? So, is it freedom? Is it time with your family, with your friends? And if that's the case, if you're working every single hour of every single day and not spending time with those people, you're kind of missing the missing the whole point of what you're wanting to do. So money is good. It's important. It allows you to do what you want to do. That's the point of it. It allows you to do what you want it to do, what you want to do. It, it allows you to achieve your goals. So I love that. Carl is saying Team T. Love that. Yes. I'm a big Rubos tea fan, by the way. I know it's technically not tea, but I do like my Rubos. That's red bush tea, if you wanted to know that. There you go. Okay. So are you with me so far? I'd love to know from you what you feel about those first seven points to the anti-hustle formula. I'll just go, go through those. I've got them written down here. So number one was look at your life from the highest level important to don't just focus on the detail. Two is work intelligently. It's not about hustling. It's about working hard. Yes, but working intelligently. Number three is working in that sweet spot between your zone of genius and your money potential and what your audience actually wants. Number four was cutting out the dead words. So you're not focusing on unimportant stuff. Uh, but you're still, you know, you're still having that kind of fun time as well, that 20% time. Um, uh, what was the next one? So yeah, next one is putting stones in the in the diary in the calendar, so that those those time, times with your family, with friends, going to the gym, business retreat days, those kind of thing. Number six is being laser focused on what your goals are. Number seven is money is good, but it's not always the end goal. Okay, so the next one is to delegate and to potentially grow your team. Now, you know, we'll be at different stages in our businesses. So you might not be in the position to have a team or to grow a team, but I do think this is something that most business owners will need to think about at some point. You know, you're not indispensable. There are other people out there that can do a lot of what you do. However, if you're working in your zone of genius, there are very few, if if any other people out there who can do what you're doing, because you're being you. No one else. So of course, there are many live video experts out there. Tim Sorn is in the house. He is amazing at live video. I love what he does. But Tim is not me. And I'm not Tim. You know, <laughs> if I tried to be Tim, I'd do a very bad job at this. So, you know, work at your zone of genius. What makes you unique? And focus on that. All the other stuff that you do, you can potentially delegate. You know, that sucks your energy. It sucks your time. If you're working in your zone of incompetence or your zone of competence, and even a lot of what you're working in the zone of excellence is going to tire you out, you know. So create a list of all the tasks that you are not good at and that you don't enjoy. Okay, so that's number one. Number two is working on stuff that 
you you can do quite well, but really isn't what you should be focusing on your on your business. And finally, three is work on the stuff that you are amazing at, that you love, and that really no one else can do. And then delegate. the The idea is to delegate uh, number one and number two list. Now you might not be in the position to do that yet, but still make that list and delegate eventually those tasks that are not in your zone of genius. That means that you don't have to work quite so hard because you're just focusing on the stuff that you're really good at. So I hope that's that is probably one of the most important bits of all of this. Uh, Katie is saying this is fantastic blog material. I need to look at this a few times. This will turn into a blog, by the way. So if you go to iag.me forward slash 116, this will end up being a blog. So thank you, Katie. I've been thinking a lot about this recently. And uh, yeah, just uh, speaking with Helen as well, my wife, we put this list together. So I hope you're enjoying it. Uh, Tim is saying that's dedication. LOL. Uh, thank you, Tim. You're, you're a star. I, I love what you do. Um, number nine. Okay. So I know, so I know that this is a big, big thing for, for many of my, in my audience. And this is number nine is well-being and mental health. So if you work too hard, you're not going to be creative and you're not going to be productive. In fact, you could end up being burnt out and do some damage. When I go back to the year 2000, I just worked ridiculously hard at my dissertation. I've just found my dissertation from when I was at the Royal Northern College of Music. And I just like focused like for a whole week, nonstop. I mean, I think I did have about five hours sleep every night. But as a result of that, I, I got chronic fatigue and I got tired. And I, 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 I really found it the next whole year completely went out of the window because I was working flat out. So and there are plenty of stories of entrepreneurs that have burnt out after working too hard. Chris Ducker uh, talks about this a lot, his, his story on this. Uh, Cliff Ravenscraft is another person who got burnt out. And yes, sometimes we have to work, work really hard on our businesses, but you can't do that continually. So another thing that's really important here for well-being and mental health is fitness. And this is hard, but I've found that since hiring a personal trainer, since doing a lot more walking, I've had a much clearer head. My business has changed as a result of that. So we're, we've all got different fitness levels, but maybe do some walking. If you can do go to the gym, do that, do some swimming, but that works, can make such a difference. Eat well and eat slowly. So make sure that you are eating proper food and you're taking your time over that. Put, again, put that in your calendar. A good time for you to eat a decent meal every single day. You know, if you're no good, if you are feeling stressed and tired and, and you're, you're working all the time, then you're not ultimately going to be any help to yourself. You're not going to be any help to other people either. You know, and if your aim is to help other people, then you working flat out, you're going to be good to no one. So, so, so important that you do that. So well-being, mental health, such an important thing. And I'm going to be, I'm going to be talking about this more in, in the future because I think it is an absolutely vital thing for us to, to work out. So eat well, make sure you're getting exercise, don't work all the time, have that time off. So, so important. Annette says, I have to run. Uh, lots to think about this from this show though. Thank you, uh, Annette. It's been great to have you here. No worries. I, I know it's, it's actually probably late in the, uh, in the evening for you. So you go and do some chilling out and I'm sure you've got work to do as well, but thank you very much, Annette, for that. You're listening to the Confident Live Marketing Podcast. Okay, number 10, which is kind of related to nine and something that I've not traditionally been that great at is listening to your body and your mind. So often there are telltale signs that we're working too hard. Are you feeling really tired? Are you feeling unhealthy? Are you feeling anxious? If you are feeling those things, you know, obviously we go through different stages in our lives. We've got different situations. But often, if we listen to our body, it will it's, it's screaming out to us to take some rest. You know, sometimes we do need to push ourselves. There are seasons in our lives when we do need to push ourselves and work hard. Absolutely. But... If you are starting to feel tired and, and, and these negative health situations that you might be in, then maybe you need to take that time to rest. So 
if it's like exercise though, I think that's different because sometimes like you know you should be doing some exercise, going for a walk, but you don't really feel like doing it. I think that's different because like I always feel much better after I go out for a walk or I go to the gym. I don't necessarily want to do it, but that that's important. I do also want to say this. Like if when you are taking that time off, if you're if you're having uh, going out for a walk or you're spending time with your family, do you know what? It's it's okay to think about your business when you're taking time off. You know, sometimes we can beat ourselves up, you know. So like Helen might be talking to me and then suddenly like a business idea will pop in my head. And I can feel really guilty because I want to be spending time with Helen. I, I don't want to be thinking about my business. But actually, do you know what? I think it's a good sign that this happens because it shows that you are actually switching off. And you and it, and, and when you do that, this is why <laughs> if you have a shower, often big, great ideas come into your head when you're having a shower or going for a walk because you're not thinking about the thing that you've, your, your, your business, you know? So... It is a good thing. The important thing here, though, is if an idea pops into your head, just have a notebook near you, write it down. Write down that idea, and then you can focus on time with your friends, with your family, or just time just to switch off. So have that creative book handy so that you can write those ideas down. That was number 10. Number 11, I love this. This I was inspired by Jeff C here, my good friend Jeff C. This is from the book, Beginner's Pluck by Liz Forkin Bahannon. And the book is called Be uh, Beginner's Pluck. And this is all about creating a personal manifesto. By the way, number 12 is probably my the most important. So do stick with me. Number 12 is really important. So I'm actually in the process of creating this, a personal manifesto. And I would highly recommend that you do this. So either this could be a Google Doc, it could be just a, a notepad somewhere. But you're creating a personal manifesto of your goals in your life, of what's important. And by the way, these things will change. You know, at the moment, we've got kids in the house. I mean, you know, at some point, they're going to leave home. And so my goals will change. But do I, I you know, for me, I'm thinking about, I want to spend time with my daughter. I want, I want to maybe go on a walk with her. I want to take her out for dinner sometimes. I want to do the same with my son. I want to go out on a date or have a date night in with my wife. Those are absolutely mission critical things. They're really, really important. I also, there are business things as well. Obviously, there are things that I want to do in my business. And so creating that personal manifesto of what your goals are, you know, what put in this personal manifesto, what are your top priorities? What are you wanting to focus on? What are your priorities? Important here, though, is to be holistic. This is not just your business. It's not just personal. It's all aspects of your life. It's your personal life. It's your business life. It's your spiritual life. It's your physical life. What are you wanting to do in terms of your fitness? How do you want to feel in a year's time? How are you going to get there? And don't overthink this, but a personal manifesto is such an important thing. Jeff has done an amazing job here, and he was inspired by this book, Beginner's Pluck, as I mentioned. So love that. And that brings me on to number 12. Just before that, I just want to have a look at some comments. So Katie's saying, I'm having to prioritize my health and not regret taking the time to do that instead of working on things. Katie, yeah, totally get that. And I think number 12 is really going to help you. That's my 12th point here. But focusing on your health is going to long-term be such an important thing for you. And we need, we all need to do that. Even if you're feeling like 100% healthy, you, you're probably not going to stay 100% healthy for that long if you if you work too hard. Tim says, same thing happens to me. Biz ideas pop into my head during family time all the time. Yeah, you know, look, it's totally, that's just, I think if you're entrepreneurial, it's kind of the way we're wired, Tim, isn't it? You know, let's be frank about it. So don't, you know, don't beat yourself up about it. Just, it's when you take that time off that those ideas will pop in your head. And so like my family understand, like I'll just say to them, look, sorry, I've got an idea. I'm going to write it down in my book. So I write it down or I go to my computer and type it up. I need to do that because I forget things as well. So that's important. Also, Katie says, creativity comes when you are relaxing. Totally agree. There is some science about water on your head, apparently, and thinking creatively too. Interesting. I didn't know about that. And Katie is saying, being very kind, you need to get on stage and talk about this. <laughs> yeah, maybe I do. It's something I'm passionate about, Katie. Thank you. Okay, so 12. And this is the biggie. This is the important. 
this whole thing that I've talked about here is totally subjective, okay? We're all different. This has been my experience. Don't don't compare yourself with me. Don't compare yourself with others. Don't just don't compare yourself. It's and money is subjective. Money is subjective. So for some people the goal might be eight figures because like in their business, because they have a team, they have a team and they live in a very expensive part of the world and they want to, they've got this ambitious goal that they want to help people. For some people, it might be five figures. It might be, you know, it, it, you know, we're all different. We've all got different uh, situations. Money is subjective. And of course, it's not that end goal. Also, this whole thing is seasonal. Now, Katie, you know, for you, you're going through a difficult health uh, issue at the moment. But my prayer and hope for you is that that's not going to be forever. There's going to be different times in our life, in our lives. So it's seasonal. There will be some times that you need to work harder in your life. You can't do that continually. You might have to work so really, really hard for a month, but then you need to take some time off. It's personal. We all have different situations. You might be married. You might be single. You might have kids. You might have ADHD. You might have health conditions, you know? So don't compare yourself with others. This has been a huge problem for me. I got so depressed because I thought I was no good in my business that, you know, and I've talked about this with, you know, ADHD and, and my mind wandering and all this kind of stuff and comparing myself with others. So don't do that. Don't do that. You know, this is all relative. And I think you need to create your own personal manifesto for you and come up with your own situ uh, your own way of working. The hustle culture just does not work. The hustle formula does not work. We need to come up with an alternative. And that is the anti-hustle formula for entrepreneurs. And that's what has been my 12 points today. And this is what I want for you. This is my hope for you. This is my prayer for you, that you can live a healthy life, that you can invest in yourself so that you can help others as well. It's so important. You can't work all the time. What are your goals? What are your dreams? Think about those things. It's so important. I love this from Melissa, self-confidence. It's a big issue. You know, I really struggled with self-confidence over the years. I feel with my with my journey in the last couple of years in particular, that that's really improved. And, and so it, it's kind of proof that this anti-hustle formula that I've been talking about today works. It's something I'm continually continuing to work on. There's still lots of work to be done. Thank you, uh, Kamal, saying amazing tips uh, watching on YouTube. Thank you. It's been my pleasure. Thank you so much for watching and being engaged today. Um, so, uh, and I hope you've uh, enjoyed that. And yeah, I'd love to know how you get on and what if you've got any extra tips on all of this. To let you know, next episode, so this is, if you're listening to the live show, if you're watching the live show, this is on Thursday. If you're listening to the podcast, it's next Friday. This next one is going to be all about repurposing your live shows with the tool Descript. So Descript is an amazing tool. It allows you to save so much time. And we've talked about saving time, working smartly. Descript is one of those tools that will really help you here because it allows you to, to repurpose your live shows into blogs, into video snippets, and do so many cool things out as well. So definitely check that out on Thursday if you're watching or Friday if you're listening. Katie is, is asking, when will the blog post be out, please? That is a very good question. I'm actually being very, I'm being so, I'm working so smartly and intelligently that I'm actually quite, um, quite in front in terms of the, in terms of the, the blog post. So the way it's currently working is that I go live and then the, the, the live show then goes to my podcast editor. That's uh, changed into, um, into that's made into a podcast and then we make that into uh, we make that into a blog post and we do lots of cool things with it that way because i'm going live twice per week and the podcast goes out once a week we're creating that buffer and i think that's really important because i want to spend that time I want to uh, make sure that we've got enough time to create all that valuable content. And also, I'm going to be taking some time off. You know, there'll be some weeks when I won't be going live at all. And so I want to make sure that I've always got that buffer. Now, currently, what episode are we on today? It is episode 116. The buffer 
between this live show today and the podcast coming out and the blog post is eight weeks. So unfortunately, Katie, sorry, it's going to be eight weeks before this comes out. This podcast, according to the data I've got here, is coming out on July the 9th. If you're listening to this podcast and I've got that wrong, apologies, but that is where it is at the moment. So yeah, that's what it is, Katie. But hopefully from this, you've got all those 12 points. And um, if you subscribe to the podcast, you'll have that as well. So that is been, that's been the end of today's show. Thank you so much for watching, for listening. And if you're listening to the podcast, um, I really appreciate you spending that time with me, plugging me into your ears. It's been a real pleasure to spend that time with you. If you would like to turn up to be involved with the live show, then please do just go to confident.live forward slash subscribe and you can be notified next time I go live. The podcast episode and the blog post for this will be at iag.me forward slash 116. That's iag.me forward slash 116. Well, thank you so much, everyone, for watching live, watching the replay, listening to the podcast. I will see you very soon. And until next time, I encourage you to level up your impact, authority, and profits through the power of Confident Live Video. See you soon. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Confident Live Marketing Podcast with Ian Anderson Gray. Make sure you subscribe at iag.me forward slash podcast so you can continue to level up your impact, authority and profits through the power of live video. And until next time, toodaloo. I work every day to increase my pay This can't be the only way I really don't want this every day You are the anti-hustle